I could never compare myself to like a, a soldier going off to a war or anything like that. But there was definitely something going on every time that I would go out on a fire assignment or go away and be part of these, you know, these fires. Um, so I started questioning what was going on there. Um, you know, and over time, you know, I just, I've, that's what I've kind of learned is that just, you know, kind of holding questions in my mind and, and, you know, it's the whole open loops type of learning. Um, I'm pretty good at that. It's just like, you know, having questions and then just like letting things just kind of come to you over time. And for me, it might be years and years before I figure stuff out. You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, Jake. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was a different kind of interview or call or whatever you want to call it, but it was amazing, man. Like, uh, yeah. I just thoroughly enjoyed that conversation with Jeremy right now. Yeah, I agree. It was, um, I, th I think it was interesting to, you know, because before we actually hit record, um, some of the conversation was around Jeremy is is at a point right now where he's working through his capstone and it's kind of hitting some walls. And we we're we were thinking about like how could we set the intent going into the uh, into the conversation. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we just hit record and, and maybe work through this on the call? And and he was totally on board with it and. From there, once we kind of got into it, it actually spun into some really, really interesting conversation about, you know, everything from like, you know, ways to store your stories, using your wolf pups as part of your stories, how to, you know, getting into kind of like a continuous flow with your capstone, um, talking about Jeremy being a student of fire and in some of his background and how it all plays together. So it was it was really cool, like how this came to be. I didn't really know what to expect with it, but I'm very happy with how it turned out. Yeah, there was so many things that I think other people are going to relate to in, you know, where he's stuck, where like some of the feelings of just contributing and participating mm -hmm. in this ecosystem. Um, yeah, like he's talked about like going through a transition in, in his real life. And, you know, there's just so many similarities that we're starting to hear from these people all these people's stories that we're having on um not just like in the financial world or the crypto world or wolf den world even it like but in real life like where there's you know feelings and emotions and and stuff that we're that we're learning about and and experiencing yeah it's just fun to have these conversations and work through these in real time yeah, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's hop into it, man. We've already done the recording, and and I think uh, this is a good good point to uh, transition into the conversation with Jeremy Bennett. So let's get it started. All right, Jeremy, what's going on, man? It's good to see you. Hello. <laughs> we just we just dive, we just dive right in. I don't I don't do any introduction. I'm kidding. We actually do our introductions after the recording. So <laughs> just trying to throw a curveball at you, buddy. But anyway, it's good to have you on inside the den. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to really dive into some things that you're you're involved in and in the wolf den and um, some some of the initiatives you've been thinking about. And, um, you know, you've been an active 
active member for for quite some time. We got to meet at Gray Wolf Summit, so we got some good connection there, which was great. And um, so, yeah, it's it's great to have you on the show and have some opportunity to connect. Yeah, yeah, and I, I you know, I I appreciate you guys giving me some time to kind of, um, you know, just present myself. And I've been doing a lot of work with within the Wolf Den, but it's been a lot of focused on like Shanti, you know, getting her exposed and getting her out there. But then it's like, you know, like we, we were just kind of talking about before we pressed record is I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out where, where do I exactly bring the most value to this community myself? You know, um, I'm in uh, the process of writing my capstone uh, for my guardian. Um, and, and I'm just like going in a million different directions about, you know, what exactly I want to, I want to share with people. Um, you know, it seems like I have one idea and then, and then, then the next person starts talking about it. And then like, you guys just do a podcast and I listen to it. And it's like, um, you know, I start questioning if it's, if it's really, um, if I want to share that right now, you know, like, so, uh, yeah, a lot about what I do is um, I'm realizing that I, I I'm a storyteller and uh, but but my my stories kind of gets trapped inside of me. And so hmm. I struggle to figure that out. But um, well, right before we pressed record, we were getting in into it, a deep conversation. And I was like, OK, we got to record this because there's you know, I've seen some comments inside um the TGA specifically regarding capstones and con uh, contributing. And, and so I think, you know, for this conversation today, I think we should just dive into to all of that, Jeremy, and we'll just like talk our way through it because I think it'll be beneficial for, you know, some other members to hear this and just like how, how we work through these things. Um, and maybe we can, you know, help you, help you sort some things out and get some clarity here. Yeah, sure. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we can start with the, we can start with the capstone. Um, you know, we had a, we had a podcast background and that helped us kind of voice our capstone and get, and get it out. But without, without the creative outlet of a podcast, there's so many other options. I've seen some people write like some documents with, you know, full pictures and, and references and, and I'm not there. I can't do that, but like, so what's the next step, you know, like where, what, how can you tell your story in a capstone and, and, and give value, I guess, is, is that where you're stuck? Yeah. Well, it's kind of narrowing in on, on exactly what story I want to tell, you know, and, and for me, I, you know, I, I think that people recognize I'm, I talk to my, I talk about being a student of fire, you know, and I'll start with that. Like that's, that's where, um, you know, it's been my biggest teacher. You know, I'm a, I'm a wildland firefighter. Um, it's been a great profession for me. You know, it's provided a great living. Um, you know, I've been able to support my family and travel and do a lot of exciting things. Uh, but there's, there's, it is so much parts of, of my story that I want to tell that have taught me things about um, you know, specifically about trauma, I feel like, and, and this idea of like, 
of, of dopamine without effort and everything like, you know, a lot of these ideas and these concepts that we're, we're talking about now in the wolf den, um, you know, I've kind of come to learn them in different ways, you know, from different, through different domains or whatever. Um, I, I mean, I recognize that everybody's kind of come together within this wolf den and, and the guardian Academy. And we're like all kind of like on the same wavelength, you know, it's like, we're in this like collective flow or something, you know, like a community level flow. And it's, you know, it's interesting to me because, you know, just how things come to me and like how we all come together. It's like, you know, very synchronistic. It's like, it's, you know, very coincidental, but I feel like there's a reason why we've all kind of come to this place and we've all kind of, we're all attracted to learning and everything. Um, but then there's, there's, you know, there's a, there's a negative side to all of this, you know, and we've seen it, you know, we've seen like, and I, I start getting to the point where I start getting, you know, literally burnt out, but it's, it's from consuming so much, you know, and I, and I think it's interesting that we, we use these words like consuming and burnout and, you know, there, there it again, it's fire related, you know, and mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of power in, in stories and, and here I can, here I can dive into some really deep rabbit holes, you know, and, and like maybe get lost. And so like, maybe, maybe go with me a little bit, but, you know, I feel like there's, there's really a lot of power by going all the way back to the very beginning of like what makes us human, you know, and, and the oldest, the oldest stories that we have as, as humans is, is the story of us, of us capturing fire, you know, us getting fire, taking, stealing it, you know, um, bringing it, making it our own. And we're the only animals that, that did that. Um, it's kind of like the, the ultimate innovation of technology. You know, it's been, and, it, and we're, we continue to innovate on this technology, even with, with the blockchain and everything we do, you know, even, even currency and money, it's all a version of, of, of energy exchange and, and fire. But, um, you know, that's the fire, that, that act of capturing fire is what made us humans. You know, there's so much symbol symbology behind it. Um, and so I, I, you know, I go off into these big tangents, but I start there, but then with all the, the stories and things that I, that I've experienced in, in firefighting, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I all these ideas, they, they come together for me and uh, I don't know how to share them exactly. So is that, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, one of the things and when we were at Grey Wolf Summit and Dr. Jeff was talking about this and he said, before you could ever figure out, you know, really where you're wanting to go, you, you got to start with where you're at right now, right? Where am I at today? And uh, and maybe we could even start there with the capstone with you. It's like, where are you at right now with the capstone? I understand that you've got different stories and perspectives and things that you, you really want to, you know, take this, 
but is there anything particular that just consistently stands out to you? It just keeps showing up. It keeps showing up. You mentioned a student being a student of fire and, and connecting fire with connecting dots with this concept of fire, but what else is really showing up for you as you're going through this? I mean, specifically, there's a concept of residue that um, I learned about a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, it came through, there's a group called Mission Critical Teams Institute and a guy named Preston Klein, Dr. Preston Klein. And he does a lot of uh, work with special forces, firefighters, um, even like emergency medical people, people that are in that profession where um, you know, the decisions we make have, have, have really short, quick timeframes um, and consequences. But, um, but the idea of residue is that, and, you know, and, this, and I'll kind of go to a story to kind of explain this, but, uh, and this gets to a fire story, so it's, it's, it's appropriate. But there was a fire in uh, 2002 called the Big Elk Fire in Colorado, which I was uh, in, a crew boss on this fire. And, um, you know, we, we, we got to the fire and we'd been working it. And all day I was watching I was put up on a lookout. I was the crew boss and I had a really solid trainee underneath me. So he was in charge of the crew. And all day I was just watching the fire, um, observing it and, and, and doing that job, you know, of, of being, being the lookout. But later that day, uh, one of the air tanker, like right towards the end of our shift, one of the air tankers that was working the fire uh, it crashed. And so we got the report and it was right up the road from the fire and it started another fire. So we had to respond to that and, and put out the fire from the, the air tanker. Uh, you know, so we went up there and did that. And, um, you know, those, those images are, are pretty, you know, pretty, pretty foggy in my mind of exactly what I saw. It, there's things that I've kind of blocked out, but, you know, we, we did all that. We put the fire out, you know, it was kind of surreal, um, you know, actually seeing a plane on fire there on the ground. Um, then we all gathered in the, in the uh, parking lot afterwards. And I remember one of the guys that I'd been, uh, that I was with and I'd, I'd have worked with for a long time. He, he was just crying, you know, he was breaking down, like, and people were hugging and things like that. And I was just like, I, I recognized I didn't feel anything. You know, I didn't feel, I didn't feel any of that. And, um, you know, so then the, then the crew, we, we, they went to, you know, when something like that happens, you go through critical incident stress debriefing. So you can talk about it and, you know, share your experiences and, uh, I was the crew boss, and so I, I didn't feel I needed that. I, I avoided that. I, um, you know, went and took care of demobilizing the crew and, you know, got everything taken care of so we could just leave. So I skipped out and I, met, I, I, didn't, I didn't do any of that, you know, decompression or whatever. Just went on with my life. Um, but then, uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't you know, keep on going on with my career and you know I start having kids um you know I have a family and I'm starting to recognize certain behaviors in me and certain certain uh reactions and stress and things like that that 
you know, I'd go on a fire assignment and I would come home and there would be like this, this friction, um, something would happen with, between, between me and the family, you know, and I, it was like a type of, uh, post-traumatic stress, you know, and I, I wouldn't want to call it a disorder, you know, PTSD or anything. Cause I could never compare myself to like a, a soldier going off to a war or anything like that. But there was definitely something going on every time that I would go out on a fire assignment or go away and be part of these, you know, these fires. Um, so I started questioning what was going on there. Um, you know, and over time, you know, I just, I've, that's what I've kind of learned is that just, you know, kind of holding questions in my mind and, and, you know, it's the whole open loops type of learning. Um, I'm pretty good at that. It's just like, you know, having questions and then just like letting things just kind of come to you over time. And for me, it might be years and years before I figure stuff out. <laughs> um, but like, so later on in my, uh, in my career, you know, I, that, that, that's where I've realized that, you know, I'm, there's a lot of other examples of, of stress and trauma, but, um, you know, there's another fire in 2016. Um, and then, a, then another pretty significant event that happened in 2016 that, that really got me kind of focused on, on trauma and this, this idea of, of stress and, and where it came from and how it affects us. And, um, you know, so that, that, that that's kind of coming, you know, it keeps on coming back, you know, and uh, so that that's, that's a very common theme, you know, and even, you know, that that feeling when I came back from fire assignments, um, it would even like, I would be taken into these big, you know, I'd be on these, you know, on a fire assignment, there, I'd be really motivated, dialed in, doing really exciting things, come home, and then just like everything just like stops. And so you just like kind of crash, you get really lazy and I get sucked into these like little ruts um, and I lose motivation uh, to work out um, and all that. So I, I, I was questioning, you know, what, what was happening there too. Um, and, but that, that, that then, you know, more recently I've come to realize that maybe that's maybe that's dopamine you know maybe that's the same as that that crash on the backside of a of a high you know like the plateau and then you you know you know it's it hurts a lot more coming down uh, and so you know we have to be careful about you know consuming it get back, you know of 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 just constantly getting so much dopamine and when you're on a fire assignment it's extreme you know and it's constant awareness um and you know it's can i, can a, I ask you can i ask you a personal question here jeremy <laughs> yeah i love it i like love questions when you first um were exposed to nick and the guardian academy and the wolf den um is that when like I want to like use a reference, like looking in the mirror or whatever. Is that when you like started, you know, asking questions and seeing some of these things from your past or have you kind of always been aware of it? Like, 
was it at this time, like when you started like digging in and seeing all these reflections come to light with the wording and the way that Nick has presented it, that um, you started being able to put some language to it and and diving in, or is or have you kind of always been a questioning person? Oh, I've been a you know I think we think very similarly. I very I, I think a lot like Nick, you know, and that it I've come to a lot of these types of the same conclusions you know probably even that you know that he comes through a business domain mm-hmm. my name comes through fire and incident management and right. leadership of people and you know understanding like you know I, I used to you know I think it's funny that a lot of us you know came through fitness too because I, I I stumbled into fitness too like I um you know through firefighting because I wanted to get fit you know and I found I found CrossFit, you know, I found CrossFit to be a very, very effective for what I was doing, you know, and I really loved CrossFit because it was, you know, there's so much about the community and it's about learning, you know, and so much about like figuring shit out on your own, you know, before it became so commercialized and, um, you know, when it was more grassroots, that's what I really loved about it. So there's something about that, you know, just yeah my the way my the, my mind thinks and how i learn you know I, I come across these same you know these same these same concepts you know and i carry them around in my journals and you know my journals are with me everywhere i go and they're just filled with with questions you know like these are these are you know these are my my the stories from my head you know, like that's, that's something that I've come to realize, you know, I'll get back to like this residue thing is like, you know, and, and I started studying about PTSD and what was causing that in people. And, um, you know, they talk about, you know, the people that in like world war two that were able to, you know, have the time to come back and decompress and tell their stories and, and have that time of transition back home they didn't experience as much um, effect as the ones that, that maybe in Vietnam that just, they were, they were there and then they're home, you know, like there's, there's no decompression. There's no, there's no uh, healing process or there's no making sense of what happened out there. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Uh, you know, I and think, same with, yeah, I think, I think that's where like the feelings of overwhelm can come from. Like when we're just consuming and like, we're just all we're doing is creating questions we're not leaving space open for the answers or to try and dive in and find the answers like i think that's where the overwhelm can come from i know i've experienced it over the last few years um just diving into myself and looking in the mirror and asking myself all these questions and you get to a point where you feel very overwhelmed with questions and no answers (laughs) yeah yeah i love that you carry your journal around with you um and and, and keep it close by is and, and you and it sounds like you use uh you document a lot of questions in this journal um i'd love to hear a little bit more about your your process to journaling or how you approach journaling as a, as a tool to help you kind of work through through things yeah i mean my my very first journal entry was in like i think it was 97 or 96 i i have a you know i i have a you know, I have them right here and they're sacred items to me, you know, like I can go back and see, you know, I don't know, it gives you perspective. Um, and it kind of like 
those, those store those memories in a way that, I don't know, they kind of anchor those stories in a way that, that you can come back to them and, and grab them and relearn stuff about them. So, yeah, I mean, I learned that from, from Tom Brown. Uh, that's another one of my very significant teachers. Um, and, you know, Tom Brown teaches a primitive survival and tracking uh, nature awareness type school in New Jersey. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I started journaling, but it, it was, um, yeah, probably because he encouraged it. But, you know, I don't really do, uh, well, the, in the front of my journal, I've gotten to the point where I, I kind of put, and this kind of falls in line with, with the solvable problem stuff, but I've got a page where I've, I, I, I basically, um, you know, it's my vision of like where I want to get to. It's my solvable problem. You know, it's, you know, it's the financial aspect. It's what I want to manifest as far as relationships. Um, and maybe I'll read it, but that's kind of, that was one of the things I actually had put into my capstone um, originally. Um, but then I, I wrote something, you know, then I talked with, uh nick nick satello you know yeah. we're kind of friends and um asked him for a little bit of advice about kind of how to organize things and and i kind of reorganized it uh and i started reading it to my wife and i got through it to a point where you know she was totally engaged and then and then i lost her you know she's daydreaming and i lost her and so i was like okay where did i lose you you know and you know i really really wanted to dive into that because but it was all the solvable problem stuff it was all the macro belief stuff it was all that stuff like you know so i was like well maybe i just need to remove all that stuff and just tell my story in the way that i need to tell it you know yep but all of this stuff all of this stuff goes back to survival you know everything is about survival you know dopamine you know our our drive to you know solvable problems and everything it's all about you know, am I going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, or, or what kind of future are we going to leave for, our, for our kids? Mm -hmm. It's almost like the capstone is, is a, is a form of certainty around the survival. You know, how are you locking in certainty for yourself based on, um, you know, that's a big topic. That's, that's an, one of the words that you see used quite a bit in TGA is, is certainty. And, and how there's the misery of uncertainty that can really paralyze people from from pursuing the things that matter most to them because they can't get through the the uncertainty of things. So, you know, with your capstone, you know, maybe this is a maybe the approach is to think about how can this be a tool for helping me lock in certainty for myself. And um, and I think you know some of the some of the pillars that they prompted you with with you know solvable problem your macro belief your bumpers, you know, all that really anchors back down to certainty. Uh, that's at least the way I see it. I'm curious. Does that resonate with you guys at all? Jeremy, do you, what do you think? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, when you're saying all that, I, I was just thinking about, again, back to like survival and, um, you know, I was thinking about a story, a story of like, um, just like a couple of days ago, like when, when we first tried to have this conversation and, um, you know, we were experiencing a snowstorm here and, 
and lost our internet and power for the day. And I, then I started realizing it's like, you know, there's a major dissonance there because I, you know, I've been talking about being ready and, you know, being self-sufficient and, you know, for, for how many years I've put off, like having even a generator backup and, you know, or converting over to solar panels or somehow, you know, doing these things that I like, that's part of the vision that I want to have. Like I, like I, I would love to have a business of, or get into like, you know, or just have a property that's totally self-sufficient off the grid, you know, but still have the comforts and amenities of, of modern day. But, um, but here I am, like, you know, we get a snowstorm and we're relying on the local, you know, people to get, come and rehook up our, uh, our internet. And then it's like, you know, it, it, it just made me get back to the basics of, of what I need to focus on, you know, and that's, that's like my own, you know, my own survival, my own situation here, you know, like, um, you can't be thinking about all this, like, you know, future retirement and all this stuff when, um, you know, I could be learning about those types of things like solar energy and stuff and doing it now instead of putting it off and, and waiting until, you know, even waiting until I have the money to do it for myself, you know, I could still be learning about what, what do I need to do to do it for myself? Yeah. One, 100%. That's like almost zooming in. We talk about zooming out and zooming in and it's like, okay, well, zooming out and seeing the the macro belief and the big vision of our solvable problem that's that's all fine and good but um are are my immediate needs being met are my immediate solvable problems being met <laughs> and am i in a place to to be able to zoom out or should i or should i be looking at the immediate things that need taken care of right now that should be like almost my macro belief in the moment it's, it's uh i love this conversation right now by the way <laughs> Well, and then it's like, you know, all this stuff that we're doing in the wolf den, um, you know, I love it. I love all the connection that's happening and I, I believe it's, it's necessary, but the, there's still like something missing, you know, there's something missing and that's the, the, the true, that's the natural aspect of it. That's the real life, you know, physical aspect of thing of, of connection and, and, and nature, you know, the, the natural aspect of, of what we need to, to survive. And, um, you know, that connection to nature is something that that's really important to me. And it's, you know, it's something that it goes along with the vision of, you know, Tom Brown and, and what he teaches and then kind of very much in line with the vision that I have. Um, and that, that is, that is, is helping people kind of connect with nature in a way. Um, and I think we can have the best of both worlds, but, um, and I really realized this when we were out in, in Arizona at the, you know, Gray Wolf, you know, like, you know, we all felt how much energy and how, how cool that was physically getting together and going to a conference like that. But that still, that still is, is like kind of dopamine without effort. That's like supercharged dopamine without effort. And, you know, if you don't find a way to put that into action, you're just going to have a, a counter effect to it. But going out to Grey Wolf uh, Mountain 
and physically walking the ground and, you know, picking up rocks and then like, you know, having those, you know, some, you know, deeper conversations and, and some pretty powerful stuff happen out there that day, um, you know, that I, I won't get into right now, but like, just that like was, was grounding and necessary. And like, that was something I needed to like, remind me that it's like, that's the piece that I need to maintain, you know, or else I get off track. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's my main bumper is like, you know, nature and, you know, a lot of the things I've, 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 I've learned come through, um, you know, come through my relationship with nature. And so mm-hmm. this really sparks an idea in my head. This is something I've been thinking about the past few days is a, we talk about like forcing functions. Right. And, um, and I agree with you, Jeremy, it's, it's something where having that connection with nature is kind of the missing piece, especially when all of the connection specifically within the Wolfden, even outside of, I mean, there's only so many events you can go to. Right. And everything else is, is digital. And that, that's, that's the case with, with any community that you want to be part of in that's, that's all forged online through the online space. It's zoom calls. Like this is about as close as we can get with connection outside of the real world. And I was thinking about my own life, like in terms of just the, just the local surroundings of myself. And, and there's, there's a huge void in my own personal life as far as just relationships around me um, locally and I was like, maybe there's a forcing function somewhere that can kind of force healthy connections. But it's like, I really want to stay in that frequency that Jeremy was talking about, like that, that happens in the Wolfden where people have shared values, shared language, and we're all kind of aiming for the same thing. And I almost feel like there's an opportunity there for somebody to like set up local chapters within their area for, for Wolfden. And that they don't have to necessarily be like in the discord or whatever. It could just be, we're going to go and explore nature. We're going to share um, connection. We're going to talk about, you know, some of these principles that we've learned and how we can apply it, but we're going to do it in a way that's very connected with ourselves and with the nature and make it more like a local thing. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to get that out because it's <laughs> been on my mind. And as you're talking, as Jeremy's speaking, I was like, I feel like I need to say this and just get it out there to the world. Maybe somebody from the podcast might be listening to this and grab it. Maybe Jeremy might see some opportunity in this, but, um, but I agree with you. It's like, how can you get more connection with nature, taking some of the foundational pieces from Wolfden TGA and bringing it more into the real world? I know, uh, Jeremy, you had been thinking about creating a dad's pack inside the wolf den and you know that might be a a good start to creating some connection where we can discuss you know those things and 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 Mm -hmm. pick a topic of of diving into for the week or whatever to learn about and get us outside like exploring and and figuring that out in a in a group setting or whatever but yet still get us out there and and doing it well, yeah, I mean, the dad's, the dad's project or dad's pack is kind of comes from, you know, that's kind of the reason why I ended up in Wolf Den too, is through Nick Sotelo again. And that's how I met him was through um, a group called the Dad's, dad's Edge Alliance. Mm-hmm. It's a massive kind of, of dads um, 
you know, and the reason I found that group, you know, then that was coming from, again, you know, the way my life just kind of flows. And, um, but that 2016 event, a couple of fires, and there was a, a fatality accident uh, with a, a fire crew. And I, I was involved with um, as the incident commander, but, um, but either way, like I realized I needed a place to put my story. Mm-hmm. plain simple. I needed somewhere again it was that that residue that act of not having like I couldn't I couldn't put it on my family because what it did it was it, it, I came to them as it was just so intense you know I came to them and it came off as anger it came off as you know it came off and they misunderstood it and and I needed a place to put it you know and then and then at this, you know, and a lot of that was, you know, happening because of, uh, you know, because of my boys, you know, they were at that age, teenage age where they're starting to get into some stuff that, that just, you know, the stresses I was under as a parent and, and then, and then everything, you know, in my world at the time, I just needed a place to put my story, you know, and, and so I found the dad's edge and, and um, you know, spent time there, um, you know, work my way into leadership roles because that's kind of something I'm I'm just naturally um, drawn to is is leadership. Uh, uh, you know, and so you know that's that's a whole other story I'll go into later. But there there was a a fortune cookie moment on a fire assignment in Boundary Waters in in Minnesota that 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 sp- gave me that kind of spark of awareness to that I was putting too much focus and energy into my into my work in my personal development and work and my development as a leader, but for work, but I wasn't doing the same thing for family. You know, I wasn't leading my family or in my community the same way that I was, you know, inspiring to live in fire, you know? So that was, that was a big, big moment for me to, to pivot. And, um, but that's, that's too much for now just to get into, but, uh, yeah. So like I found the dad edge and, and it's just been, you know, I found it a very powerful place to have a place to put your story, to be vulnerable, to have other, other, other men, um, you know, share their stories. Uh, you know, it's healing, uh, but it's also motivating and it, it keeps you kind of accountable in, in some ways when you have other, other men that are doing kind of the same kind of work that you're doing in life. So it might be a, a perfect diffusion moment. You can you can diffuse what you've learned over in uh, the dad edge into a, a dad pack. I think it's a perfect moment because yeah. like I'm uh, I'm quite familiar with the dad's edge. Um, my previous podcast, I interviewed Larry Hagner. He was my last interview actually before I kind of closed that podcast down. But um, I I know the value that his group has created, um, and if if you have the leading ability to let, you know, people share their stories and, and allow you to share yours, those, uh, those environments are powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, just look at, I mean, look at all, all recovery groups. It seems like they are attracted to that, providing that space for, again, stories and just for people to tell their stories in a way where they're not, they're not really, they're not judged or, or tried to be, you know, we don't need to be fixed or, or given, you know, solve our, pro- 
are problems for us, but it's just like, just that's it. You know, it's, it's a decompression way, uh, process. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I love, I love the, the thought around having a place to put your story and it's like, sometimes that's the therapy we really need for what we're working through is just having space. And it's not about getting solutions. It's not about, you know, the fixes. It's, it's just about allowing space as, as the way you put it, which I really, really appreciate is, is the deep, the decompression of it all. So, um, that's awesome. On your, I, I want to go back to your capstone in, in terms of, um, I understand there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of iterations. It almost seems like that you've kind of gone through in your head as you work through it. And there's been some referencing of other capstones that have, have kind of given you some perspective. It seems that's, that's led to, to new iterations. If I'm following correctly on, on what's been happening. Um, one of the things that I'm curious about is as you're going through these iterations in your capstone, has, has there been any um, any kind of patterns that you have seen um, that have shown up more specifically in your perspective with viewing other capstones? So you're seeing out somebody else's capstone, you get some perspective, and then you see or you've consumed somebody else's capstone, you get some perspective. Are you noticing any any observable patterns through that? I mean, it seems like a lot of us are are it's really powerful about, you know, playing our games. You know, like seems like that's a very common theme is um playing our games. Uh but I'm not sure exactly uh let me phrase it like this. Like, so think about the reason I bring up this question is it sounds like that. Um, and then maybe I'm interpreting this incorrectly and, and please correct me if I am, but it sounds like that as you um, consume the capstone of other individuals, it kind of puts the brakes on a little bit for yourself or allows it, it forces you to kind of rewind back a little bit and go, wait a second maybe I need to rethink this. Uh, that doesn't seem. So I'm thinking about it more through, yeah, there's some like observable patterns in terms of like people talk about playing their game and all the things, but what about the patterns through your perspective that, oh, this gets me to rewind the clock back or rewind things back a little bit on my own capstone. Are you noticing, oh, when anytime somebody starts sharing things and they bring this up, I keep noticing anytime this comes up, it, it, it tends to, put me in a position where I feel like I need to revisit things for myself. Like, is or, there anything or inspire notable? you or inspire you to keep going? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, Thanks. Yes. I think it's, I think it's a fear thing and it's, it's part of it's who it's, it's me. It's being like, it's, I'm very, you know, perfectionist and that's kind of part of my character. You know, if you know, like, if you know who I am and you know, if you've spent time with me, it's like, I'm, I'm pretty intense. I'm pretty serious, but I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, you know, so much to the point where I'm a perfectionist and stuff like, and that holds me back to the point where, you know, like I can get, I can just overthink it. I can keep on thinking it and going through it over and over. And then, you know, like you hear somebody, you know, like just so much talk about, 
you know, I've been talking to Shanti about this too. Is it's like there's just so many people talking about like connection and stories and this and that and the power. You know, it's like you know, it's like nothing that I'm saying is new. It's nothing that's like, and so I start questioning myself. You know, it's like it's nothing. Nothing is really profound in my mind. Maybe it is, but is it really that? that that profound because it's 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 not that original of a thought probably anyway so like you know like that's what i just start questioning myself you know it's a it's a doubt thing and it's a fear thing that that you know you just start questioning instead of it's just that those moments of clarity that you just wish that you could like even like i said i was reading that story to shanti the other day and everything was going good. And then like, I actually stopped and said, maybe I should just stop here. And then she's like, no, 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 go on. And then it was right after that, that I lost her, you know, like, <laughs> so, like listening to those instincts, you know, like, and just like that, that's, that's the way that I, that I like to live, you know, like just let things flow, let things come to me. Um, you know, and it's kind of crazy and magical sometimes how it all just like comes together if 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 you just let it happen. Just when you start thinking you about it, you should have a capstone that just continues to grow, Jeremy. Just yeah, it's going to say the same thing. <laughs> just just build it and then just come back and add on to it, or like keep telling but stories. It, it, maybe it becomes the book that I I want to write. But well, like, exactly, my man. That, that's exactly where it should be. Yeah, well, that, that's another part of what I was writing into it. You know, and I'll kind of, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out, I'm sure. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like the continuation idea as well. And, I, and even like looking back on my capstone, I feel like some things have changed, even with yeah. myself, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I wrote this original one. I, I wrote it, I literally wrote it a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. um when everybody was kind of you know kind of chasing after some some gray wolves you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know because i have i have a story and i need these gray wolves because i need to they they're part of my story i'm trying to create you know and i'm using my wolf pup nfts to you know they're they're part of my story perfect you know so i name them a character and and again like i said they it's 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 been cool because they're, they're anchoring, you know, it's a way to anchor my story. Um, you know, I've been trying for so long to, to kind of get my story out and I've got like pages and journals and books and, you know, chapters and, you know, files on computers of, of things I start writing and then they just like, they end and they get put away, you know, like, but by, by naming these things, it's giving me a way to anchor my story, you know, and that's the same, the same with like, you know, it's the same with the reason why I collect rocks, you know, it's the same reason why I got skulls and, and things like that and feathers and um, other sacred items or things that I just collect from nature because there's a story behind it, you know, and there's, there's something that's, gets put into that piece, that physical object that I can go back to so is is one of the barriers just the feeling of 
sharing openly. Like you said, like you mentioned being a perfectionist, but um, it sounds like you're like, you are a great storyteller. So um, do you need a platform to share your stories? Like, I want to hear these stories, Jeremy, you got to get them out, man. <laughs> you just start mm-hmm. putting them out there somewhere. <laughs> I know, I know. But, and you know, there's, there's a quote that I was going to start with too. That was, um, I think there's, I can't recall it exactly, but it's like something about, it's my Angelo. And it's like something about the agony of, of not being able to get a story out of an untold story. Like, and that's, that's so much, I can totally relate with that because like, there's so many stories I like to tell, you know, that, that I feel are, you know, pretty, pretty cool. You know, they're fun to tell too. And, you know, and so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm figuring out. And that was one of the, the other ideas I had too, was um, kind of making it maybe like a, like maybe kind of this could go along with that, that never ending capstone idea, but a choose your own ending type of a story. You know, I could have links to all these other different stories and people can go down whatever rabbit hole they want to with my stories. Then I, I actually remember those books, like where you, it said flip to page 86, if you want to make this choice, or is that kind of what you're referring to? Exactly. Yeah. yeah those were awesome books where you could just like end up at the end of the book, but you, you know, jumped forward and backwards through the story. Man, that would be such a great idea if you could like just link, just start compiling all your stories, but have links to like, okay, this is one choice or this is the other choice. And then you jump over to a different part of the story. That would be like epic, man. Well, and that's kind of like what I've been, you know, I start thinking about that too. And that's how I could maybe use these little NFT characters too, you know, like embedded in each character, there's the story, you know, like, in, yep. but yeah, I don't know. It's, I got a lot of ideas. I think, the, I think the wolf pup NFT, like using your wolf pups to ingrain into your story that builds into the capstone is brilliant like because one of the things like when i think about the wolf pups and you name them and i've kind of been goofy with mine i got like dr quinn moon it's just something that makes me laugh i haven't really put much like meaning into like any story but you know especially and i I know Dwayne and i we talk about this all the time because being in tga has been so transformational for us in wolfton and and uh and, and i think about like even just like the past year there's been all these instances where I feel like a wolf pup could tell that story, could share that part of the story. And that's a like, so I just want to acknowledge that because somebody might be listening like, that sounds cool. It's like, wait a second, think about this. Like, that's a really good idea of using your wolf pups in a way that is um, brings meaning to the story. You know, I mean, and, and there's no rules here, you know, use them however you see fit, but this is just an option to think about if you're, thinking about, you know, how can I really anchor, as you said, how can I anchor this down? Maybe you can expand on that a little bit, the anchoring piece, because I think I just, I'm fascinated with this idea and this is coming from you. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what your thoughts are. I literally just thought about it earlier today, but (laughs) I can go with it. Um, But, and then it's also like kind of, there's a, there's a fire, firefighting theme to it too, because when we fight a fire, we anchor and we, plank you know mm-hmm. you find a good anchor point and then you work from that anchor point 
Um, so like an anchor point is a good, it's a good solid point. It's a safe place to work from, you know, to start from. And, um, and when it comes to like storytelling and stuff like that, uh, that's kind of what, that's what these objects, you know, I got, I'll kind of show you my, like one of my, my, uh, little oh, cool. nature things, you know, like there's items here that, that have a lot of story in them, you know, like just by picking them up and, and touching them, I, I, I remember like all those memories come back, you know? And so I don't have to like, I don't have to clutter up my mind with so many thoughts and memories and experiences. I can, I can put them away into these objects and, and, and then I can come back to them at another time. And when I'm ready to, to use it. Um, yeah. And I, I can go into a really crazy rabbit hole with that discussion about thinking and, um, Oh yeah, it's it's one of the craziest thoughts I've I've kind of kind of came together with everything, but mm. I don't even want to try to get it out of my head right now. But. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have we'll have to we'll have to get you back on another time and really. It, it's basically it kind of relates. I'll just it it relates to like how learning happens. Um, um, you know, I start questioning things about like you know, dopamine and 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 that energy, um, we talk about chi, uh, we talk about the force, the spirit that moves through all things, you know, all these other, these ideas from all these other different philosophies. Um, I don't know, sometimes I feel, I feel like, like, I have these thoughts that all, like, kind of all bring it all together, all bring it all together. And, it, and then I can compare it to something in nature and how nature happens. So, but yeah, this isn't the place to try to, to talk about that now. No, but you got a whole bunch of wolf pups in your wallet that can, are more than willing to hear your story and anchor those uh, thoughts down. <laughs> yeah. Some of the pieces <laughs> though, thing are gray wolves. So I'm, uh, I gotta get to. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can, you can pin. Uh, that's a great, that's a great idea too. It's like the gray wolves could be pinning the stories of like transformation into like becoming the gray wolf. Like you can pin those stories to that. You can pin, um, you know, cause you got the, the yin and the yang and you can pin, you know, stories based around yin and yang of your life to the white wolves and to the black wolves. And my mind's like racing right now on this, by the way. Like yeah. I want to, I want to like follow up in an amphitheater call or something and be like, let's do this. Cause that's so cool. That's how I think. That's totally how I think. And um, yeah, not to go down to too many crazy rabbit holes right now, but. Jeremy, this is, this has been awesome. I, I, have we, have we helped you get any, uh, more clarity or certainty around your capstone or have we just uh thrown you a whole bunch more options to figure out <laughs> well i like the option of leaving it open you know a never-ending uh that's kind of fits my my style you know like so yeah maybe that's what it'll be but i still like i still know and recognize like that i gotta get these stories out you know like in whether that's just like a Twitter tweet or whatever, even though it's like, that's not necessarily playing my game, you know, nope. and that that's where I am. 
you know, I was playing that game and trying to do all that stuff. And, and that's where I realized like, you know, I need to, I need to slow down, you know, I need yeah. to, I need to figure out where, where I can, you know, do my, do my thing. But I do recognize I do need to tell my stories, you know, cause, cause they do just build up and, and it is that, you know, and I will share more about that idea of residue because it is, it is a big part of my story, you know, and, and I feel like that, yeah, like the key part of, of healing from this residue or a lot of the traumas in our lives is the ability to talk about things, you know, and, um, yeah, so that's, that, that's where I should probably end it right now. That's awesome. I was about ready to start going down another rabbit hole, but <laughs> so many rabbit holes. Uh, and this is great, Jeremy. I, I, I appreciate you sharing. I, I, I enjoyed this. This was, this was a lot of fun. I feel like um, for this particular episode, if somebody were, like were to come in to listen to it, I feel like you get a, a bit of a different perspective um, in terms of like what it is that you're working through in terms of as you advance and through through the guardian academy and especially once you're kind of getting into the the guardian tiers and and um thinking about capstones and thinking about some of those re- moments of reflection as as you work through and go back through the transformation and and also um thinking about how you can store your story and store that into using objects um, you know, one of the first things that came to mind when you mentioned that was like music for me is a big one. So like I'll hear a song and I'll automatically think about an experience. I'm sure a lot of you guys can probably relate to that as well. It's like there's certain things and it's like, oh, wow, that's me storing a story, you know, into something. So um, this is great. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that we had an opportunity to chat and hopefully this gives, you know, some direction Um moving forward on on your capstone we look forward to seeing more of these stories and and seeing how you play your game with it so this has been great thank you jeremy for for sharing i appreciate you guys time yeah one of the things i just want to add on there is you know you touched on it earlier in our conversation is how we're all kind of in flow of this adventure that we're on inside the wolf den and the tga and everything how we're all you know in synchronicity in the same flow yet we all have those different stories and those different influences that are guiding us separately in our own journeys and so just making the connection from those to to the group aspect of what we're in um yeah i just want to encourage everybody to embrace that <laughs> because um it's it's a fun place and and hopefully you know with with us being all in a group and in flow with the same language, we can help each other through our own separate journeys as well. I think that that is kind of what I'm trying to get across is, is we're here for you, man. Like if you want to vent someday and work through a story, just, just hit one of us up inside the den and I'm, I'm happy to hear stories all day. So um, if you ever need a place to just talk through a story or, or figure out how to get your stories and your pups linked together and, out there man there's creative people inside this community so you know feel free to reach out anytime yeah definitely we'll do (laughs) awesome hey jeremy um 
we're going to go ahead and kind of wrap up here. Just before we do, though, I'd love for you, if, if anybody wants to connect with you online, um, you know, just getting connect, uh, connection with you, what would be the best way to do that? Uh, I would say through like, you know, the social media platforms, I'm JB Tracker. Um, and on Facebook, you can find me. But uh, yeah, I don't really have any real like, I don't really have anything going really, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a, I'm a federal employee right now working for the government and kind of in transition, you know, I'm looking at retiring within the next so many years. And I do have, uh, you know, other ventures and things I've, you know, like my path to that financial independence and, and whatever is, uh, you know, I've got my federal retirement, but I've, I kind of lost my firefighter retirement because I went and worked for a tribe. So I've got to figure out another way to get retired as soon as possible. So um, I've got a, a vision, but I, 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 I don't want to just retire and go play. You know, I, I, I want to do things and, and I can see like something, something with all like something, something's there for me, but I just I'm not quite clear. You know, I'm, I'm dabbling in real estate. Um, really good at incident management type stuff. So I could see myself being a lot of things I could be doing, but that's a, that's another, a whole other story that, again, I can just start getting drug into. <laughs> yeah, Put find it. me on somehow. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to promote anything for myself other than, you know, I'm just trying to tell my story and figure out things for myself in a way. But, uh, you know, support my wife's art. That's, that's even better, you know, so... Absolutely. Yeah. We're, de we're definitely going to have Shanti on to uh, talk about her art. Uh, we've seen it at Grey Wolf and how, how much she helped out the, you know, uh, recover, recovery punks and all that. So we're going to get her on and, and tell her story, but we'll, we'll definitely throw some links in the show notes to uh, guide people around. And uh, Jeremy, this has been an awesome conversation, man. I yeah. really enjoyed this. I'll maybe share a couple things with you, like some links for you guys, like things that are important to me. Yeah, do it. Um, are, are the wildland firefighter foundation and things like that. Like these, these are things that, uh, you know, and, and if, as you learn about me and as I tell my story more, you'll see why these, these organizations and especially the wildland firefighter foundation is super important to me. And, and I plan on doing things to, to raise money for that, that organization. So like that, that's something I, I'll send you, you guys some links that are pretty good that explain what that, that organization is all about. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me just kind of shoot the crap with you guys and work through some stuff and yeah, it's helpful always. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it as well, Jeremy. And we really always appreciate the, the connection and hearing, hearing your story and, and, uh, and shooting the shit for a little bit. Right. So we'll make sure to get all that linked up. So yeah, send us the links and we'll, we'll link it up. And, and for anybody that wants to, uh, if you're not in the Wolf Den and you're listening to this and you want, you, you feel aligned with Jeremy, um, definitely check the show notes out. I'll, I'll put his uh, Twitter link to his Twitter profile there. So if you want to follow along with anything that Jeremy's putting out, you know, you can connect with him there or reach out however you, however you see fit. So 
Um, thank you so much. And uh, on that note, we'll go ahead and end the, the show here. And always remember to stay wolfish. Mm -hmm.